there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to Sound Off. John Sears and Michael Admire are both taking some much-deserved time off, which means we needed a co-host. I'm now rethinking that. Really, Scott? What? what? I, I love this outfit. You inspired me, Keith. You're mocking me. No, I'm not. Andy, any chance you can join me? Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm in, I'm in bed. All right, Sipker, you're in. Good choice. Like this suit and this beard. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Keith Murphy, Scott Sipker, welcome to Sound Off. I look good, don't I? Is it the beard or the suit? What do you think? I don't know. There's some people on edge tonight. Yeah, Watch they should be say. on edge. I'm, I, I feel bad for Vikings fans. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, as I'll talk about later. And I feel terrible for the Vikings. I feel so bad that tonight, like all Vikings fans, I'm going to commiserate with you. I'm going to drink all throughout Sound Off tonight. Is that right, Keith? Do you think that's a good idea? Well, I probably should have got permission first, but it's one of those situations, you know, you ask for forgiveness later. Like so, the suit. Yeah. A hot topic at 515-282-9010. Kicked in the stones. Vikings fans watch Minnesota melt down and blow a 9-0 fourth quarter lead. A painful ending. Meantime, the Packers look like the Packers again. 515-282-9010. It is your chance to sound off. Viking fan, you deserve better. To sit in that and then lose like that, that is a kick to the stones. Frozen stones. How about 88-year-old Vikings legend Bud Grant? Back in Grant's day, he wouldn't even let his players wear gloves. Just to prove he hasn't softened like the game of football, Grant walked out to the coin toss in a polo shirt, and it felt like 20 below. At least the Vikings lost with honor. The Bengals absolutely embarrassed themselves. Wasn't all the Bengals, wasn't even most of the Bengals. That's part of being a team. Troy Davis should have a Heisman Trophy, but being on bad teams prevented that. Losing could not keep Troy out of the College Football Hall of Fame. Defenses basically sent all 11 guys to stop Troy, and it did not matter. Didn't stick in the NFL, but in college, as good as I've ever seen in Iowa. Hard to believe it's been 20 years, but it was fun to see old photos of the Troy Davis Yardometer. Travis Jungling was a Yardometer founding father. He now works at Channel 13. I don't think that's why we hired him. Good with cardboard never hurts, though. Love that Desmond King wants to stay for his senior season, even though he, he could get paid. The money will still be there, and studies show over his career, chances are he'll make more than if he bolted now. But either way, who wouldn't rather have another year of college over another year of work? 
This year, we heard from New Kirk, Old Kirk, and Maverick Kirk. When I asked Ferentz Thursday which Kirk we'll see next, he said, back to work, Kirk. That's a good answer. It is not panic time for the Cyclones, but it is get real time, and here's the real. Iowa State misses Naz, lacks depth, and can't take possessions off. The Cyclones must find a way to focus from start to finish. That's harder than it sounds, but the only way to meet lofty goals. There's still time. And finally, thank you for all the nice comments on my wardrobe last week. I'm truly sorry. My co-host ruined it. Have you no shame, sir? Look at this. You can't be shameful in this. Look at that. This is great. You even have the pocket square. I make this look good. Hey, one of the worst parts of sports is watching mistakes lose games. I really hate it. For example, I still feel terrible for Tom Watson when he choked at Turnberry in 2009. Luckily, Tom Watson's legacy is not defined by his putt at Turnberry. Unluckily, sometimes legacies are defined by negatives, and I really, really hate that in sports. In full disclosure, I am a Buffalo Bills fan who still feels terrible for Scott Norwood. His legacy is defined. Mark Sanchez's legacy is tied to the butt fumble. Steve Bartman will always be connected to the Cubs' meltdown. Greg Norman's legacy is the Masters chokes. Now Blair Walsh joins Gary Anderson in Vikings losing legacy lore with today's missed field goal. These are not just mistakes. These are events that will be written into these guys' obituaries. Mm. I wish that wasn't the way it was, but it is. And see, the point is, is that all athletes are so much more than the sum of their blunders. And I drink to all of you guys. I have a good idea for a suit maybe you could be buried in. It just, <laughs> it just occurred to me tonight. Let's get to the live phone calls here. Uh, Thanks, we'll get Keith. it started with uh, Drew in Ames. Drew, Ames. not sure if you're a Vikings fan, but if you are, uh, what did you think today? How, how bad was it? You know what? I think um, your colleague here is going to need a lot more alcohol in his glass because Blair Walsh really uh, – Pooped it down his pants, let me tell you what. It was a awful display for how great he's been all year and uh, really crapped it down his leg this time. He did make three field goals in this game. You know, I'll tell you, I'll confess to you, I never even, I never even considered the possibility he was going to miss it. It just didn't even occur to me it's closer than an extra point. How shocked were you? I was, yeah, that's one of the main things is a 27-yard field goal. I mean, it's closer than an extra point and... It was just unbelievable. It really it, was. It really was. Let's go to Tim in West Des Moines. Thanks for that call, Drew. Tim in West Des Moines, uh, the Vikings loss. You over it? Uh, it was brutal, wasn't it? It was rough. Seriously. They were they were Seriously. up nine nothing in the this, in the fourth we, quarter. This is what we have every year. This is this is the Vikings legacy, right? It it it, uh, it seems like that there were a lot of dual cyclone football and Viking football fans who found today especially painful. Well, this play right here with Russell Wilson, it's an amazing play. He might be the only quarterback who makes this play in the entire NFL. And the fact that that happens to the Vikings, it just that's it's such a kick to the stones. They had that game won, and they lost it in more than one way. The Packers won today, and you know how I know that? Because I looked down, and like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Revenant, Chris from Green Bay is back from the dead. That's right. 
It's my show, TV boy. Who's the idiot sitting next to you? It's me. Hello, I'm Scott. I'm drinking tonight, and now I'm going to have to drink more since you're on, Chris. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you are. The Packers won. That's all that matters. And the, and the Vikings lost, as usual, because that's what they do, and that's what they do best. They will never, ever, ever in your lifetime, my lifetime, any other idiot that puts on the purple dresses lifetime, they will never, ever, ever win a trophy. Chris, don't you have Chris? Don't you have some compassion for Vikings fans? I mean, aren't you piling on right now? I mean, this was a painful loss. You know, maybe a little bit of compassion to the oh. kid who rides the short bus. I don't know. No, I don't. They suck. Everybody who is a Viking fan is an idiot. Why would you root for a team that can't get it done? Change your colors. There's still time, Viking fan. You can come to the good side. Come to the the powerful side of the force. Stay away from the dark side. Come to our site. Put on some green and gold. Chris, Go Chris, down to the who's, store who's, and get some cheese curds, for God's sake. Uh, who's, who's worse, the Bills or the Vikings? Who has a worse legacy? Because Scott, the co-host here tonight, he's a Bills fan. The Vikings. The Vikings. Period. They're Vikings. Well, I There's guess I'll, I'll take that. I'll... All right. Chris, I, 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 Chris is his normal, annoying stuff. Yeah, I, I, I thought right you were there. dead. Yeah. All right, he's not dead. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice directs and judges. Now, Charlie in Iowa City says Iowa's All-American cornerback Desmond King looks like eight-mile actor Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. That pretty is good. Pretty good. Yeah. Austin Myers says that Stanford football coach, that the local connection would be the Rose Bowl, David Shaw looks like metal music singer Howard Jones. Nicely done. A good week. Coming up next, hell hath no fury like a jilted lover, particularly one with a commentary segment called What's Buggin' Andy? Sound Off Nation on Facebook regarding Iowa State's home loss to Baylor. Chris Nichols writes, lack of defensive effort for two halves, uh, poor shot selection with the lead, and players don't know their roles. How do you correct? Ask Izzo herself or Coach K. Hashtag prone tested now. Uh, Tim Rungeon says, Baylor scored 60 in the second half. I'm no coach, but there might be a problem there. Defense. Defense is needed. Yeah, no doubt. What's bugging Andy is North Dakota State winning its fifth straight national championship, right? No. No. What? No? No, I asked him about it, and he, he said, uh, what game? Oh. Yeah. Well, here, here is what's, what's bugging Andy. Time flies, guys. You know, it's now been more than 20 years since the Rams left St. Louis and moved into what was a shiny new pad in my hometown of St. Louis. Well... There is a good chance that relationship comes to an end this week as NFL owners meet to decide whether to let the Rams move back to L.A. Now, Rams owner Stan Kroenke, whose shining career achievement was marrying into the Walmart fortune, has not only made it clear that he wants to go to Los Angeles, he's made it clear that he'd rather eat his own mustache than go back to St. Louis. Now, I understand that Kroenke is a businessman. He's looking at a mountain of potential new cash in L.A., but I have a problem with the way he's going about making his case. First of all, 
And he's making it sound like St. Louis is no longer the place to be. And that's preposterous. I mean, St. Louis is a riot. Sometimes several riots at once. I mean, few American cities have made more headlines than St. Louis over the past year or so. And apparently, he doesn't like the game atmosphere at the Edward Jones Dome. And to that, I'm like, what? Could there be a better atmosphere than an outdated dome named after a banker? All right. I'll be serious and honest and admit that the Rams have some legitimate concerns with St. Louis. But in turn, I want them to be serious and honest with my hometown. Now, the reason that things have fizzled in St. Louis is because for more than a decade now, the Rams have sucked. And when I say suck, I'm talking about diesel, nuclear, jet-powered vacuum level suck. Since 2004, the Rams have had six head coaches and zero winning seasons. They've had zero playoff games and 14 first-round draft picks, 11 of which were in the top 15, four of which were in the top two. Man, that's the kind of ineptitude that makes Charlie Brown look like Adam Vinatieri, guys. You want to gripe about falling attendance numbers? Well, the only thing worse than paying to watch a team that bad is paying to watch a team that has also been making a very public push to leave town for the past five years. St. Louis is not, as Kroenke claims, a two-sport town that's unable to support an NFL team. What it's unable to support is the idea of a lousy product sold by an absent billionaire who wants nothing to do with the city. Like Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Buffalo, and Baltimore, yeah, St. Louis has its problems, no doubt. The good news is, looks like one of those problems is about to be solved. I'm Andy Fales, and that's what's bugging me. Andy is fired up. Brian Erlacher now looks like a Chia pet. The hair transplant changes his look and puts him in our who's in your five plus live calls. At SoundOff13 on Twitter, Jeremy Akers writes on ISU Basketball, consistency, one game they play great, the next they lay an egg. They need to pick which team they want to be. Go Cyclones. Mike Andrisky says, Viking fan, want Walsh cut from the team and thrown out of the stadium. Maybe slow the drinking down that's, a little that's, bit. That, that's that was pretty a, brutal. That was yeah. a, you mean you're reading? Oh, me. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking yeah. about me stuttering over the words. Yeah, yeah well, yes, yes. this is uh, some good scotch, single malt, 12 Scott, years. pay attention to this because, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, like me, um, you're balding. Who's in your five sports Pretty stars big. who made balding cool? Brian Erlacher, Why? if you look like this, why would you grow your hair back? Why would you have a transplant? Number four, Cal Ripken Jr., Look better with the with the buzz. Number the three, blues. All right, he played at Miami. We're going with the Rock. Come on, does he this has a real name. Air? His name is Dwayne. Number two, he used to wear wigs and fear they'd fall off on the court. But Andre Agassi looks looks fine with it a shaved is, head. And good. of course, the guy who made it okay to be bald, Michael Jordan, when he finally started shaving his head with more fashion. Here's Susan in Pleasantville. Hello, Susan. Hi, Keith. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm starting to worry a little bit about my co-host. 
We're well, only live on uh, TV. I think wardrobe, he needs to consult with wardrobe cause, uh, and lose the alcohol because it doesn't do him any justice. I, I stole this from Keith's closet. Well, what are you supposed to do? It's Keith's fault. Put on something a bit more fashionable. Keith really looks great. Thank you. Man. Thank you, Susan. Thank you, Thank you for Keith, noticing. Yes. Um, when you wore that outfit, no offense to you, but unfortunately you look so tired. I think you put on some, you didn't realize what you were putting on. Man, we are I'm we're glad a dose took, of the truth here. Oh. I'm glad that uh, you're well rested down because you do look great. Uh, thank you, Susan. I feel a little bit like a Vikings fan right now, though. <laughs> I mean, we, we both just got kicked square in it. But Susan ended with a nice comment. Uh, Trent and LeGrand, back to this, uh, this missed kick. Uh, what do you think? Are you, are you trying to figure out what went wrong? Because uh, Blair Walsh, to his credit, took full responsibility. Oh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And and the thing is, though, I think that one thing that isn't talked about is the fact that the kick was laces in. Now, is this an Ace Ventura reference, or you really do think the laces had an impact because he kicked one perfectly with the laces facing him as he kicked? True, but if you talk about if you talk to any kicker, they'll say that especially in a big game like this with with the clutch a clutch play needed. I mean, you, you got to give it to him with the laces out. You just have to. I, I imagine uh, one of the problems for, thank you for the call, for the holder, wearing gloves, it might have been more difficult than usual to even find the laces. Everybody's kind of frozen out there. And, the and I don't think Blair's going to use that as too much of an excuse. He, he they, practice, they practice kicking with the laces in all the time because things like this can happen. Man, all right. Uh, you doing Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm feeling good. I topped myself off, just in case you're wondering. I brought a backup. This is another flask here. So if you need some, Keith, you just let me know. No, I'm good. Thanks, uh, thanks, Scott. Rose Bowl was nine days ago. Time for Hawk fans to get over it. Scott and I debate in face-off, plus more of your live calls, including Mike and Cheezer and Caleb, uh, 282-9010. Just got messages from both uh, Good Sons and Coonies. They're blasting sound off uh, throughout the bars. And, Scott, they've invited you to come come by after sound off. Awesome. Uh, and there's this thing they have called Uber. Hey, Uber, taxi. My Good mom, idea. if you want to drive over from Carroll, pick me up. That would be great. All right, time for a, a face-off and a chance for me to see Scott's copycat suit head on. Uh, now that the Rose Bowl has been over for more than a week, that distance has put the season in perspective, I think. 12-0, Big Ten West champs, four trophies back, King All-American, Ferentz National Coach of the Year. I think the Rose Bowl's sting has mostly passed, right? Absolutely not. That blowout still stings like a mother. Are we under delay? Okay, I'll move on. It was a great year, don't get me wrong, but I would rather the Hawks lose like the Vikings did today than get dominated so completely. Scott, Iowa State continues to play Sweet Caroline at sporting events Ugh. despite all your public objections. And Neil Diamond continues to give the gift of music to the world. I think it's time for you to appreciate the Jewish Elvis and the happiness he brings to your alma mater and its many Sweet Caroline fans. I don't mind Neil Diamond. 
but I do mind shoehorning his bachelorette party ballad about JFK's daughter into a sporting event, which is an unoriginal idea taken from the Red Sox. And the biggest problem is that Sweet Caroline is becoming as prevalent as Luke Bryan's lyrics are shallow. More than once a year, or more than once this year, the Hawkeye Band played Sweet Caroline at Kinnick for the love of God and everything that is holy, make it stop. I'm gonna drink too much. If I could got make some it stop, my, I would. Got some in my mustache. Uh, I'm hosting the John Stoddard Rally Against Cancer January 30th, and the keynote speaker is Hall of Fame Buffalo Bills quarterback Jim Kelly. Childhood hero. Yes, I know. I'll be honest, Scott. I'm concerned to have Jim Kelly and you in the same city. There's no need to worry, Keith. In all seriousness, I've got one goal while he's here, and that's to become his best friend. So how do you think I should do that? Do you, like, do you possibly know his arrival times at the airport or his hotel room number, or maybe do you have his phone number? Jim, if, you, Jim, if you're listening now, file. File now. For what? For what? Scott, you are a walking, talking, living history mouthpiece for the town of Carroll. Go let Tigers. Me, let me ask a question. I, know, I, I already know the answer, but let me ask it publicly. Did you know that in 1960, the Lakers made a miracle landing in your beloved hometown? Sadly, not until you told me four days ago. And that makes me more of an idiot than this suit does. That suit is sweet. The story is too. So is this Look beard. Scott, not knowing this Lakers connection, you picked as your NBA team the New Orleans Pelicans. Correct. You're trying to get more into pro basketball. Do you regret this Pelicans decision now? Well, seeing that the Pels, that's what they're called, the were Pels? supported, are supposed to be a playoff team this year. And since I picked them, they've been a bottom feeder Absolutely not. The Pelicans fit nicely with my Bills, my Cubs, and my Tottenham Hotspur fandom. Sound off at WHOTV.com. Shane from Marshalltown writes, remember a few years ago when the Iowa football team was supposed to be a top 10 team with a bunch of returning starters, and they wound up underachieving and being called a bunch of fat cats by their head coach? Yeah, looking at you, Iowa State basketball. It isn't hard to explain why Iowa struggles so much in the postseason. We are easy to prepare for when given a little time. Very predictable offense, one-dimensional defense, opposing coaching staffs have a significantly higher football IQ as seen by adjustments. We also do not seem to improve as the season progresses, especially at QB, an angry gym in gallery. Yeah, you, uh, you read that one well. Thank you, thank you. I think I just hit that perfect balance, you know, with this <laughs> single malt scotch. Mike in Des Moines. Mike, uh, 60 seconds sound off. One thought, we'll go to the next person. I love having the Iowa nice guy on sound off, but I think I jinxed it for the Vikings because I said laces out, Dan, and oh. I'm a Bears fan, oh. and then they missed the field goal, and I thought I thought the game was over before they kicked it. <laughs> Me Jeez. too. Never even considered it. Thank you. Randy's in Urbandale. Randy? Um, yeah, uh, about the Steelers-Cincinnati game. Uh, did the Steelers win it or Cincinnati lose it because they're stupid? Boy, and both happened. Yeah, but both I, could happen. I, I, both did happen, but I think it was more the Bengals lost it. Caleb on the Vikings loss. Yeah, I wasn't very happy with that. Well, Walsh ended up missing the kick. It was a chip shot. Turned I was out pretty it, shocked it by that. Yeah, we were all shocked. And uh, the final word, as is often custom, goes to Cheezer and Ames. Cheezer? Uh, hi, uh, this is Steve Trome and Ames, and RD is awful. Uh, we're all about scoring and not playing any defense. 
and uh, we, we, we might as well chalk up another loss Tuesday at Texas. Oh, don't, don't lose the faith, Cheezer. Uh, that'll do it for us. John is back next week. We hope you are, too. Uh, no, thank you, although I may need some after the show. Uh, we, we leave you with the sound off send-off. It's Fran Fraschilla holding a town hall meeting in Ames to make basketball great again. And, Fran, if you would, please call me Roger. It started, Roger, organically. I uh, tweeted something out about the Iowa caucuses and that I was going to hold a town hall meeting when I came to Ames. Yes. All right, man. Yeah. Good to see you guys. How are you guys doing? You ready for Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.